Hi, I'm Callie. I'm Clarissa. And I'm Isha. And we're Best Buds. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Best Buds. Since we're now done with freshman year, we wanted to do a recap for some personal reflection on our experiences and development during our first year of college life. So today we'll be talking about our fall semester and how we grew during some some rough times for us all. And this will be another two-part series. So stay tuned for part two about our comebacks during spring semester. <laughs> so let's just go around first and describe fall semester in one word. Isha? Oh, so I said that for me, fall semester was a naive time. Mm. Mm -hmm. I said rough. <laughs> it's very general, <laughs> but overall rough. <laughs> I said angsty. Lots of angsty times. <laughs> yeah, so it sounds like we all had a great time. Okay, so let's just each give an overall timeline of like the highs and lows of fall semester. Okay, so I came into college and like, you know, transitioning is a rough time for everyone. And we can definitely talk more about like transition itself in a different episode. But yeah, I was just kind of like trying to figure everything out. But I don't think I was really that happy with how my life was going in general. But I just didn't realize it at the time. Okay, so then during like October, I got dumped. Um, so I was pretty sad for a while. And then, oh, Isha, do you remember that time when I was, I called you and you were at Garba and then you came <laughs> back because I was sad and then you knocked on my room and you were dressed in really pretty clothes, but then I didn't want to cry in your pretty clothes and ruin them. So then I made you go back to, my, go back to your room and change. <laughs> You're a real I one, Isha. I appreciate that. that. <laughs> I appreciate it. But yeah. So, like, I think most of fall semester was pretty rough because of that, but it was also, like, really good for me overall because it really made me, like, stop and reflect and think about my current life. Um, I don't remember who I was talking to about it, but he was like, you're not just upset about this relationship, you're upset, like, a lot of, you're upset about a lot of different things, like, in your life, and I was like, oh, oh, shoot, you're right, so then I started, like, thinking about everything, and that was when I really started to figure things out, I think. So, so I was making really good progress in my like external life. Like I was making a lot of friends. I was doing really well in school, but like emotionally and like mentally, I was still not okay. But things definitely got a lot better from winter break and a lot, lot better during spring semester. So that was, that was a quick rundown of my, my first <laughs> semester. That's good. We love growth. <laughs> okay. So speaking of breakups, um, I came into college straight out of a breakup, like literally, uh, I broke up on Monday and we went to college on Thursday. Bruh. So it was like three days later. <laughs> That's so close. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, like the frantic, like trying to make friends and adjust was like a really good distraction. So mm -hmm. I wasn't really thinking about the breakup, but also I think it was probably like affecting my emotional state, even if I wasn't like consciously thinking about it. So I was pretty angsty for a long time, also because like I craved emotional depth and a lot of like my closest friends went to other schools so you know it was kind of hard to get that especially from like new friends you know you don't like immediately go deep you start with like joking around and then you eventually get there but I think once I started getting closer to people past a superficial level I got a lot less angsty and it got better so I think by the end of fall semester I felt a lot more secure in where I was in college and like my place in UMD overall it's like I had like close friends and acquaintance friends and I had like these rings of friendship. So like there are lots of people who I could say hi to or have a quick conversation with. So campus felt a lot less intimidating. Yeah, I think one of like the perks of going to UMD is that you just like know so many people, which I know is like a downside for a lot of high schoolers when they're like looking at colleges because they want to get away and start new. But I thought it was nice like being able to walk into the diner and know different people and then, like, you would meet a lot of people through mutual friends because, like, everyone else also knows each other, you know? So I feel like that's really how I got to know people. Yeah, they also talk about UMD and other state schools as being these, like, really big schools where you don't get to know people personally. But 
especially coming to a school that was in-state, I feel like what Callie said really resonated with me because I'd know one person and they'd know someone else and by like three other connections within their network, like Mm -hmm. they'd know someone I knew from like a long time ago. (laughs) And you realize that campus is just one big web of like everyone knows everyone. Uh, So that was definitely comforting. But it's also so weird, like, seeing people that I haven't seen since, like, elementary school. And I'm like, oh my god, I know you. And they're like, I know you too. But we just, like, make (laughs) eye contact and then just keep walking, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I've definitely had my fair share of (laughs) interactions. Isha, how was your first semester then? So I came to college right after getting off a plane from India. So my sister and my dad weren't there to move me in. It was just my mom. And we went together and we moved all my things in. And then I was basically shipped off to Gems Camp, which for people who don't know who are listening to this, it's like um, this get to know you type of orientation activity before for our honors college before school started. And so I guess I didn't even realize that I was moving to college because everything happened so quickly and in such a flurry. And honestly, like fall semester, I was doing pretty well in school. Like I was focused and I was pretty motivated to to do things and join things and get involved. But I think that I went through a lot. And I know Callie um, can also uh, relate to this a little bit. (laughs) But um, the sting of second semester senior year sort of lingered, especially in the beginning of fall semester. And I think it hindered me from initially really enjoying and embracing college. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I relate to that, like, sting of second semester senior year. Like, I was also definitely dealing with, like, that aspect of the angst. And I feel like part of me was almost, like, subconsciously looking down on myself and, like, other people who went to UMD of, like, Mm -hmm. oh, like, we're not going to top tier schools. This really wasn't healthy. And I feel like, fall semester also really helped me get over that <laughs> like get over yeah. myself yeah there's a lot to talk about there so I think we should definitely do a future episode on oh that. yeah but yeah mm-hmm. that was that was a thing that we had to all get over mm-hmm. and I guess uh beyond that angst um I definitely made some calm decisions in fall semester and that didn't stop in the fall. I continued to make clown decisions in the spring, but honestly, I don't regret any of it. And I've learned from all of those experiences. Um, and I met a lot of people through those experiences that I'm now really close with. So I'm very thankful for that. And I guess when I sort of entered college, I expected things to fall into place all at once. Um, and I, I really overcompensated to make that happen, which made me upset and stressed, even though I guess I wasn't really realizing it at the time. Um, things like finding mm-hmm. your people, which people make such a big deal of, and making close friendships and figuring out what you want to do, because it feels like everyone else has it all figured out and they know exactly what they want from life. And you have to realize, like I realized slowly, and I, I'm still learning that like not everyone figures it out at the same time and and this is the time to actually explore your options and and you don't have to rush it so mm-hmm. yeah definitely I feel like if you think about it like we hadn't done like a real adjustment period since when we went into high school so it had been four years since you last mm-hmm. had to make friends and I was like comfortable in my high school group of friends so I feel like I really wanted to be adjusted like quickly I just wanted to be done and like have my people and like know what I was doing in my life like, I remember in the first few days of college, I literally Googled the number of hours you have to spend with someone <laughs> to become friends with them. It's something like 80 hours. So then I'd be really? like, okay, got to spend this many hours with someone, and then we'll be friends, and I'll be done. But that's not really how, like, friendship works, and you can't really rush things, because 80 hours is still, like, 80 hours. So things happen eventually. Yeah. So let's each give, like, three or so memories or events from fall semester that can be either good or bad. Um, just, just for the sake of memory, you know, Aww. uh, Clarissa, you want to go first? Which, okay. Yeah. Okay. So one of the memories that really stood out to me was, um, so it was the first day of classes and afterwards, like I went on a walk with a bunch of people I'd met like in college. So we'd only been friends for like five days <laughs> and then we went to like, we just broke into the chem building at night or like it was open. So like, I guess it wasn't breaking it. And we like drew pictures on the blackboard and then we left. 
And um, we decided to go jump in the fountain, even though the fountain is nasty, by the way, like dogs <laughs> swim in that thing, like drunk Ugh. people swim in that thing. <laughs> but I feel like it's an iconic part of like the Maryland experience. It really is. So yeah, we jumped in. I got my pants wet. It looks like I peed myself, but it was also like a good time, you know, just like like, I hadn't known these people for that long, but also, like, we felt close enough to do, like, this really stupid thing of jumping in a fountain <laughs> together, and we also decided to jump in the fountain again together, like, as, like, a closure thing on the last day of senior oh. year, so hopefully we do get to do that. Hopefully we're back on by then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I guess the next memory that stands out to me was, so in October, my friend Sydney came to visit me, and so I feel like I talked about this earlier, but like the lack of emotional depth was really weighing on me. And I like really didn't realize this until Sydney came to visit and we drove all the way to Markov's because she had a car and that was really far. But like the whole way we just like talked about like everything. And I realized like I really missed that, like talking to someone about all these deep things, especially because I had come out of a breakup and I'd like lost essentially one support system. Mm -hmm. um, but then on the way back, we also stopped in the middle of the field and we just stared at the stars together. Aww. And it was really nice. So yeah, because nice. like, is in Torsville. So like <laughs> wow, the stars are really bright. Yeah. Adorable. So that was really nice. And it also helped me realize like what I was missing and why I felt unhappy, even though like on the surface things were going fine. And then I guess the last memory is also kind of related to this, but like one night, maybe in like late October, early November, I went on a walk with one of my college friends at like 3 a.m. And then we just like wandered around UMD campus and we started talking and like I finally hit that emotional depth. Like we had like such a long conversation and I think it was then that I felt like truly adjusted to college because I finally had like all these like layers that I needed. Mm -hmm. Isha, what about you? That makes sense. Um, yeah, so so we're going to talk about this a little later when we talk about some clubs and activities that have really impacted us. But I started climbing a lot more in the fall um, with UMD having a free climbing wall, which is literally the greatest thing they could have ever <laughs> thought of. Um, and then we all decided collectively to go to DC and to climb one morning. And this was literally, we had stayed up five, until 5 a.m. and we were getting up at around like 7:45 to go so we got like only two hours of sleep maybe three but it was so much fun and we have so many pictures and videos from everyone just like really failing at the climbs because they're a lot harder at earth treks than they are at umd but it was fun to all wake up and be tired and take the metro together and walk aimlessly around dc at like nine in the morning it was it, def it was definitely a memorable experience and then Friendsgiving, um, so our, our floor friends and also some people from neighboring buildings, we all decided to hold a Friendsgiving, even though only like two of us knew how to cook and we didn't really have access to a full kitchen. So that was a struggle, but it was fun to see what concoctions people came up with. Angela made some really bomb cornbread um, mm. and the parents chipped in too, as they do with the parents made salmon which was really good. And Tessia's mom made noodles. And Jerry, Shane, and I, we decided to make mac and cheese, but then there was green food coloring in the <laughs> La Plata kitchen that we were using to make it. So we decided to just put some green food coloring in the mac and cheese for fun. And no one wanted to because <laughs> it looked gross. I, I thought it was still like decent. Yeah, the food doesn't change the taste. So exactly. it was still good, still Annie's mac and cheese. But um, yeah, it was fun to have everyone together. And that really made me feel like I found like a group of people that I can mm -hmm. really vibe with in school. And then on the last day of the semester, um, we went for Shruti's birthday, who's my roommate, to um, DC. And that was the day I went to celebrate both Shruti's birthdays. So one of my Shruti's mm -hmm. friends, her name's also Shruti, <laughs> and she went to my middle school. So we went to an art museum together and then we got lunch and then I met up with the other Sruthi and all of our other friends in DC and we hung out by the wharf even though it was really cold and then we came back and stayed up super late what's new we climbed a building it was just a really fun night and I remember 
thinking I would, was going to be so sad going into winter break because I knew it would be a long time until I saw people mm -hmm. again for the spring semester. So, yeah. That night was kind of stressful just because we had like 19 people trying to take <laughs> the metro together to DC. And when we were like taking pictures, I would, I felt like a mom. I was like counting like all yeah. the time, trying to round everyone up. But we didn't lose anyone and no one died. Kelly, so. I remember when we went to MoMA in high school, you like brought hand warmers for everyone. I know. Oh my God. <laughs> Kelly, I, brought I brought hand warmers. I brought snacks, but no one wanted it. And I felt so sad. <laughs> that was like, my, I felt rejected, you know? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, so my memories are the, on the first day of classes, a bunch of our RM friends came to visit. So our high school friends, I think Lena came, Justin, Tracy, maybe a few others. But it was a really good time. And then we took like this really nice picture on the La Plata beach with like this gorgeous sunset in the background. And yeah. I don't know. I thought it was a nice way to like oh my God, transition I from the sunsets. Yeah. It was a nice way to transition from like the old to the new, you know, with a, with a lot of the same people too. Um, my second memory was, it was November 11th. I still remember that night. Whoa. And we, went, <laughs> we went skating in, in the garage at night. Um, it was like, I think I had a really busy day that day, so I was about to not go. Um, but me, Isha, Jerry, and Shruti decided to go to the um, Clarice garage and just skate around. And we were blasting music and teaching Shruti how to skate. We were just like goofing off and having a good time. And we took some like cute pictures too. Like those pictures are adorable. Mm -hmm. um, so I thought like that was after I, after the breakup. So I think that was like one of the memories where like I knew that everything would be okay like I was I still have friends and I could still be happy and like have a good time you know mm -hmm. um and then my third memory was going on a JO date with Jason and Daniel but yeah so for TASA I became a junior officer and then one of our requirements is we have to go on like little social dates with some of the other JOs just to, like get to know each other um and we're also going to talk about this a little bit more later as well but like at first I was I was pretty intimidated by TASA just because it, like, everyone seemed so tight. Um, so I really enjoyed, like, getting to know Jason and Daniel better. We, like, clicked really well, and we all became really good friends, like, within an hour of meeting each other. So it was really nice, like, having that comfort, you know? So, like, during all the future TASA meetings and events, I could just, like, go up to them and hang out with them. So I, that, it definitely made me feel a lot more comfortable in college. Mm. I'm like, yeah. Tassa is like the love of my life. Like I cannot <laughs> shut up about Tassa. <laughs> so like, yeah, getting that, that like entryway into Tassa was really important for me. Speaking of which, defining groups, clubs, slash activities. <laughs> um, so yeah, like Tassa, I think even though I was scared at first, after I uh, started making more friends with people and I think I became a lot more like proactive and outgoing and like trying to get to know everybody else. So I definitely found like this really where we just go like where we would just go to ESJ and like chill and drink some tea and study together. But like no matter what, like even if we were supposed to be doing something else, like everyone would just kind of like sit around and talk and like goof off and chill and have a good time. And then afterwards we'd all go to the diner and just hang out. I don't know. I really liked those Monday nights because it, it because like yeah it, it definitely made college feel a lot smaller and a lot more like home I can definitely um, confirm that Callie loves tasks <laughs> oh yeah oh, I don't shut up about it I'm sorry <laughs> we were planning episodes and Callie was like we need to have a task specific episode <laughs> one episode dedicated to TASA. <laughs> I'm sorry you should <laughs> no you're good I'll be there to listen <laughs> um another activity that I did was Mary Perg. So <clears throat> I have a I have a little spiel I'll I'll plan out. Again. Hi, we're Mary Perg. We're a nonpartisan student activism group on campus and we are the juvenile justice campaign. So then I like go off and like tell everyone about it. So I don't know. It was really fun at first because like mass incarceration was something I researched a lot in high school. So when I came to college and found this group, I was really excited to like be able to do something about it. But like we all definitely lost a lot of motivation. Um, and like, I don't know, I feel like it has a negative reputation on campus because we're like the people who just stand in front of McKeldin and pass out flyers and ask to sign petitions. So I feel like people like get annoyed at us. 
so like yeah it wasn't it wasn't that fun near the end and it really just became kind of obligation mm. to be honest but like yeah I'm still glad I did that because like I think if I if I didn't I would I would have regretted it you know it's like better to like try and decide that you don't mm -hmm. like it that's not try at all mm -hmm. um another activity I really enjoyed was orchestra and this was like extremely important to me because I've been playing violin for like 13 years so and like orchestra was a super duper big part of my high school career so I was really scared of losing motivation um for violin once I got into college because like orchestra like I don't like solo I don't like playing solo so like orchestras are what really keep me going so I was actually able to audition for um I'm so which is like the orchestra for all the music majors and I was <laughs> really intimidated at first because you know first of all I'm a freshman and they're like everyone else including grad students are and I they're all music majors um and I'm definitely not so like I felt very out of my waters at first but like everyone was really nice and um I met Joanna through orchestra and we got Paradise Dan partners for the first cycle so I like sat down next to her and I was like hi I'm Callie and she's like hi I'm Joanna I'm like what year are you and she's like I'm a freshman and I was like oh my god me too are you scared and she was like yeah so we're like scared <laughs> together but it was like yeah we we got a lot more comfortable together and I'm really glad that I met her so yeah I I enjoyed having orchestra because it gave me some continuity from high school I think honestly Kelly I really admire you continuing violin because like I remember we'd be hanging out and you'd be like time to go practice in the practice rooms and like honestly <laughs> like long. I wish like I continued piano more in college but mm -hmm. it's just like harder because like I can't yeah. carry around a piano I have to go find one yeah so what were some activities you enjoyed uh okay well like you tassel was also pretty important to me um mm -hmm. yeah like you said it was super intimidating in the beginning because like yeah. <laughs> the first gbm there were so many people like we filled up an entire lecture hall so there must have been like hundreds of people in there mm -hmm. and i was like how am i ever going to like find my people and make friends in this big group where everyone already knows each other yeah but like becoming a jo really did help like make the group feel smaller especially those like jo dates because like i actually yeah. got to meet people one-on-one -on -one, so then we could talk during GBMs instead of me not knowing anyone ever. Mm -hmm. um, also being a JO really helped me get more involved in TASA and like I think like because in high school I did a lot of like organizational work with like you know organizing supply drives and stuff like that and I, I really missed like doing that kind of thing so like being a JO also like gave me the opportunity to start planning things and get involved in that mm -hmm. so that was fun. But I'm really sad that Wiffle Ball got canceled because I was I like working on the programming committee. Man, I'm sad. Next and year. my market. <laughs> sad. Uh, yeah, and then another club that, I don't know, it wasn't like important to me, but I guess it was somewhat of a defining moment was, so immediately when I joined college, I decided that I was going to join the volleyball team because I hadn't played volleyball since sophomore year of high school and I kind of missed it. So I made the team. And then probably like three days later, they kicked me off the team afterwards. And it was so sad, like, especially the way they did it. It was like kind of <laughs> toxic. Like they did it like almost picking team style. So they were like, okay, you come here, you come here until I was just like standing there, like left with like the group of rejects and everyone else was like staring at us. And they were like, okay, you guys get off the team. Oh then, no. Bruh, that's so mean. <laughs> yeah, I was really sad about it, but like. I don't know. I think it's also for the best because volleyball was like three nights a week of practice and I really didn't have time for that and like not doing volleyball opened me up to doing like other clubs. But oh, then wow. actually funny story was that like that night, um, like the night they kicked me off the volleyball team was also the night that I got a call from Help Center scheduling my interview and I was like, okay, you know what? I got rejected from this one thing, but I am not going to get rejected from Help Center because <laughs> I really wanted to get in. So and I actually did get in in the end. And honestly, Help Center really helped define my fall semester. Like, I feel like it really helped me appreciate empathy and like find it in myself and also appreciate it in other people. So like mm -hmm. the other day I was talking to someone and he asked me what trait I most value in myself. And my answer was empathy or like at least the attempt at being empathetic. And like in high school, this would never have been like my first thought and I would never have thought about it. But like, I feel like empathy is so important in, like, literally everything. 
And Help Center has really helped me like embrace that, realize that, and also practice it because I do think it's like a skill in its own right. Just for our listeners, can you like explain what Help Center is or what you did? Oh, right. Okay. So Help Center is a peer counseling and crisis intervention hotline. So basically that just means that if people are in like a crisis or they're just experiencing like emotional pain, they can call us and we'll provide like free peer counseling services. Mm -hmm. Uh, So like active listening and things like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But right now I'm still in training, so I haven't taken any (laughs) calls yet. (laughs) All right, Isha. So I guess for me, Friend-wise, I'm not sure I found, like, my people through the clubs that I did in fall semester. I definitely made more friends, like, just spending time on our floor or in the fishbowl, which is, like, the study room in our building. Um, Like, shout out Joanna and Eileen, uh, (laughs) Jacoby, a bunch of other people. Um, But I think for me personally, I started to find more purpose in what I did outside of school more during second semester when I got involved mm-hmm. in things I was really passionate about. But fall semester, I, I took the time to sort of get my feet wet. Um, I definitely climbed a, a ton in fall. I think when the climbing wall closed, I felt like a part of me like shrivel and die because I just spent oh, no. so much time at that wall. And climbing has become a really important passion of mine, which I really didn't expect to find in college that quickly. And people were really nice and and really helpful. And it was nice to get to talk to a lot of the seniors and upperclassmen while working on climbs because climbing is a really social sport. So for example, when you're bouldering, those are the climbs that you do without a harness and without ropes. Everyone's like working on the same wall and you're basically like giving people beta and talking about the problem. And also that leads into other conversations. So I got to know some people um, through that and especially seniors and upperclassmen, as I said, which I don't think I would have gotten the chance to get to know otherwise. And I also met a few new friends who um, became part of our friend group and like our friendship extended beyond um, the climbing wall. Um, Jordan, for example, like he'd come out to parties with us and he'd hang out with us. And we also climbed a lot over winter break together because we both got a membership. So that was really fun. And it was nice to know that like you can make friends outside of your building and outside of your program. And I also competed for the first time that fall, which was really fun. And it felt really good to put myself out there in a sport that I was just like starting to get my feet wet in. And it's something I definitely want to try again. Maybe not this fall since we're not going back to school. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but uh, maybe next year or um, at other schools because they have like a whole collegiate climbing circuit. Mm-hmm. So I'll definitely try that. And then I also got really involved with the Do Good Institute, which is basically like a social incubator on campus. And they fund social student social impact ventures. Um, And it was something I was really grateful for pushing myself to do for semester and actually like look into and find out about. And it opened up a lot of doors for me. Um, I had started an outreach initiative in high school and um, getting involved with the Institute for funding like really helped me develop that initiative throughout college. And now I know it's something I wanna continue to pursue Um, and doing good and philanthropy and effective altruism um, has those have all become really important things um, to me and it's something that I'm really passionate about incorporating into my career after I graduate Um, and I guess I met a lot of wonderful people mostly adults and like faculty through the institute and they've definitely become like mentors on campus for me and I know I can turn to them for anything whether it's like a letter of recommendation or resources or just advice if I want to chat with them which again, I really didn't expect to find so quickly. And it was nice that this community was like embracing me, um, even though I was a little wary and I wasn't sure that this was something I wanted to do in the first place. So, yeah. So what about friendships? How, how did that go for you guys? Cause I feel like that's like definitely an anxiety point for a lot of like transitioning into college, you know? Okay. Uh, yeah, definitely friendships were a big struggle. And yeah, I already mm-hmm. talked about like, how I miss like emotional depth and like close friendships like honestly so I did come into college with like some of my high school friends 
um, coming to the same school. But honestly, they were interested in like very different things from me. Like they like to party every weekend. And I mean, like I'm fine with parties, but like I don't like them that much. And like they were partying like every week. So I started, I, I feel like I was somewhat like alienated from them. And a lot of mm-hmm. this is my fault, but I feel like I stopped putting effort into the relationship because of that, because I just like wasn't interested. And then I felt bad. So I would like not put effort and then it became a negative cycle and we kind of like drifted apart which I is definitely bad. sorry I sorry for interrupting but I definitely feel like like the party culture especially when you first come into college and it's like this whole new like world right I feel like it's definitely like it definitely drives a wedge between some people yeah like the perceptions of it whether like yeah I don't know I feel like that that's definitely a really big thing especially in like freshman year but I feel like like nobody cares anymore once you're a senior like either you like party or you don't like nobody right. cares mm-hmm. but yeah right I mean I feel like freshman year like some people come in and they're like I'm gonna go hard like my parents have been controlling me my <laughs> whole life I can finally be free and like drink and party wildly and then some people are like no never <laughs> no, like, I'll go either, either way it's like sure you do you but like yeah yeah it's yeah I feel like that's definitely a very big social factor at first. yeah right because, like, if all their time was, like, on partying, and then it was harder to find time to hang out, like, outside mm-hmm. of that, and I think, yeah, and then also just, I did stop putting in effort, so <laughs> <laughs> that was also my yeah. but I did find people that I care about, a lot of them through ILS, the honors college that I'm in, which, mm-hmm. honestly, that makes sense, because we live on the same floor, and then you just meet people, mm-hmm. but, yeah, I feel like with friendship, you kind of, like, naturally click with people and it's like you find people that you're compatible with and it works out especially because I feel like in college like you have the most choice in who you're friends with yeah because like college requires so much initiation and effort well in high school you're kind of just like sitting in class with someone and you strike up a conversation with them and it's like easier to find things in common because you have a class together but Mm -hmm. yeah I feel like in college you have to make the active time and effort to see someone so you really have to choose your friends especially when you know, we're all busy. So you got to like find the people that you want to spend all your time on. But Mm -hmm. I did get pretty close to my roommate and like a lot of people on my floor and we've had a lot of like nice late night conversations. So that also made me happy. I, okay. I I wish I got tighter with my roommate. We, but overall, like we lived well together. So like there were, there weren't any problems. So it was perfectly fine. Um, in terms of friendships, definitely at the beginning of the year, I came in trying to trying really hard to become friends with a certain group of people but like we're just very very different people and I I do think like the partying culture had something to do with that difference especially at the beginning but like just personality wise you know we didn't work out we didn't click like you said so for a while I was I was pretty lonely because like I was putting all my effort into this group of people who I wasn't able to get tight with and then I, I wasn't putting any of my effort into any other friendships outside of that um, but then after a while, like, you know, I gave up on those friendships because clearly they weren't working out and clearly I wasn't happy with my, with the state of my life. So I started, um, looking at other people. So I started putting my energy into other friendships. Um, so I definitely cultivated a lot of great friendships in like Casa and in Ellicott and Gemstone, which is like, so I definitely found a lot of great people in Casa and then in the Ellicott gang. And I felt a lot better about myself and like, Honestly, I, I don't really think I found, like, you know, my people yet in college. Like, there are definitely a few people who I really love and appreciate, and I definitely want to, like, stick with them throughout college. But, you know, I, I still feel like I'm lacking that solid, solid group of friends. Um, but I don't, like, you know how we were talking about, like, ev- everyone just wants to be adjusted really quickly. I think I'm at a good position right now where I'm like still appreciating and enjoying the friendships I currently have. Um, but like, but still keeping an open mind about new friendships and trying to meet new people and, you know, expand my horizons. Mm-hmm. Also though, do you think that the idea of like your people is like a myth almost? Like, yeah, it's like, it's like the idea of soulmates, you know, where right. it's like <laughs> things will be perfect. Or like, I, I know, because like everything requires effort and like energy mm-hmm. and time. But I think maybe it's just like, I haven't found a group of people that I know for sure I want to invest all my time and energy in over mm-hmm. the next four years, if that makes sense. 
and like no offense to like any of my friends now I feel I feel a little bit bad saying that but you know I don't know I feel like friend groups in college are a lot harder because you meet so many people from like different places yeah mm-hmm. and so like you have like friends from like this club or friends from this class and it's really hard to like get them all together into like the one perfect yeah. group you know yeah but Definitely. I think it's also good because you you develop a lot of closer one-on-one friendships yeah. mm-hmm. that's why I always in high school so I had a group of friends in high school that I was fairly close with but I didn't feel like I ever had that like very core you know group of friends Mm -hmm. I had like certain people I was much closer to than others within that group and like it never felt like I had a like that you know how you watch those movies and people have those (laughs) friend groups and it's just like I never felt like I had that and I think that what you guys were saying about how there are how college has allowed you to so of course in school and college we have friends and extracurriculars and um adjusting to living away from home but we can't forget that school is also school <laughs> a learning institution <laughs> it's school. we have classes we have academics so we can talk a little bit about our experience coming from high school coming from the same high school mm-hmm. as you all know um, into college and what that felt like from an academic perspective. So, Clarissa, do you want to start us off? Yeah, so so we all came from RM, which is, like, intense IB program. And honestly, like, compared to RM, like, freshman year classes, at least, like, so far, were, like, pretty easy. And, like, honestly, coming to college, I was so scared. I was like, oh, my God, what if they're hard? And I start struggling. Everyone's, like, college classes are so hard. Like, my neighbors came over when I like got into college and they gave me a book, like 1,000 1, things that a college student should know. And oh, like, a bu- like the academic session section was like, you should know that like, you'll have like hours of reading for every class every day. And like, you'll have so much homework and your academics will come first and like professors won't coddle you. So like, <laughs> I was like kind of scared about that. And I remember like in English class in the beginning, we had to write a reflection on like what we were scared about and like, what we anticipated needing help on and then I remember writing like oh my god like I don't know about college writing like maybe like will I be able to do it like I don't know what like college writing is like this is so scary and then I got 100% in that class (laughs) flex no flex (laughs) (laughs) not trying to flex what was Uh, the best class you took for semester honestly it was that English class like it was fantasy (laughs) literature because okay I hated English class in um high school or i started liking it by like junior year but like i hated it like freshman year freshman year english was the worst so i never would have thought that like an english (laughs) class would be my favorite class but like honestly i do like analyzing and like discussing literature especially because it was like Mm -hmm. fantasy which is what i read in my free time so it was fun to like look at books i read for fun from like an academic lens so that was my favorite class Uh, my favorite class was my introduction to sociology class we had an amazing professor, Amelia Brannigan, who talked about sociology from the lens of a lot of different social issues. And she made the class really engaging because she didn't just lecture at us. She had a lot of outside readings and resources and podcasts. And a lot of the um, class materials weren't traditional textbook readings. They were like articles and and um, essays by popular sociologists and theorists. and um, reading about the concepts of sociology from an introduction to sociology class from the perspective of um, modern issues was something that really struck me. And she does a lot of work with um, the intersection between health and incarceration and sociology. So hearing some of her research was also really interesting. And she just made the class such a wonderful experience. So that was definitely my favorite class, freshman fall, hands down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was also like kind of chilling in school. Like I was I, I was honestly kind of bored for semester. Um and like I was doing really well in my classes, but like I was working ahead a lot. So like I would pretty much be done with like the week's work by like Tuesday and then on Wednesday I'd just start working ahead. Um, which is a major flex, but it's also like <laughs> I, I didn't spend as much time on like extracurriculars or friends just because I like didn't have much to do like especially friends wise like I was just sitting alone in my room for a lot of the day so second semester I definitely got busier like overall um 
so yeah like first semester it was like fine but i did take american studies 262 which is called schools houses and prisons in like the american life or something like that but it was actually like one of the best classes i've taken like it was kind of hard not gonna lie like all the readings were pretty long and dense but i genuinely enjoyed like going through them and we learned a lot about like gentrification and redlining and like the school to prison pipeline it was a really good dive into the systematic racism in all these different institutions and how they're very much intertwined so that knowledge definitely became very relevant again in this black lives matter movement um but i wanted to add something else and i don't want to go off on too much of a tangent here but like clarissa said like comparing our college workload to our high school workload like for me personally i definitely feel like a lot of my self-esteem and my like self-worth is dependent on like the productivity or like my academics and like how challenging are my classes that I'm taking and how well am I doing in them. So I feel like that was also something that I had to get over with like, you know, the, the second semester senior year angst after getting rejected from all these different colleges and feeling really bad about myself for it. Um, and for me, that also has a lot to do with like my major and being in gemstone and being surrounded by all these different people who are STEM and like in my mind like STEM is like top tier and the like humanities kids are inferior or whatever so I, I think college is really good in, in uncovering a lot of these like toxic mentalities that I had developed from like middle school and, as, and especially high school and trying to counter them. Oh yeah definitely even now I feel like part of me thinks like oh my classes are so easy like had I gone to like a more prestigious school would I be struggling more like are people getting ahead of me but like I don't know I feel like that's rooted in like this toxic mindset of comparing myself against other people yeah and like wanting to be like the best and learn like the very best things mm -hmm. and that's not really a healthy thing to think and also like I don't know, I am learning, and I think that's what I'm trying to remind myself of, like, yeah, and I'm having a really great time at UMD, like, do I regret going to UMD at all? No. Not that I had a choice, but, like, no, I, I, <laughs> I ended up here, honestly, because I learned a lot, um, and I guess we've kind of touched on this as well, but the last category that we had was our relationship with ourselves, um, so I think that's, like, so I think we definitely all had a had a growing journey in first semester yeah because in college like you spend more time with yourself than like mm -hmm. ever before because you don't have your parents to be there and like buffer your individuality yeah so i feel like that really like influences how much like well you really have to just like deal with yourself you know mm -hmm. so like okay i guess i can go first but in terms of personal growth like i talked about this a little bit before but i didn't realize how unhappy I was until I was like really unhappy and I think a lot of it was like I had no idea what I wanted to do like with my academics or career um, and that was weighing very heavily on my mind um, and then like extracurriculars there were some that I enjoyed and some that I like kind of kind of did not like my friendships and like I think that was a really big one like my friendships and feeling very alone um, and then like overall just where I was spending my time and energy so like at the beginning of the year, I was definitely living very blindly without thinking very much about it and just kind of going about my day. And I remember like th thinking back, I remember I used to cry so much at like the most random things. Like one time I was just in the lounge with some people and we were doing math and then I just randomly started crying for no reason. And like people like didn't know how to console me. And I was like, I don't blame you because I don't know why I'm crying either. Um, another time we were just walking back from a bus stop and then I just like, had a breakdown. And like, I personally cry a lot compared to most people. And it's just like a way to release my emotions. And like, it's, it's, it's perfectly fine for me to cry. But I think at that point, like the frequency at which I was having these breakdowns was definitely an indicator that something was wrong, like emotionally with me. And I just didn't even think about it. So like the breakup really was a catalyst for change for me. And even though I was pretty upset for, for a while, I think, it really pushed me to think about what I really wanted. So I, I, I would like think nonstop. And I, I filled up a whole journal in like two months just because I, I just had to like write down all my thoughts. But I think first semester was definitely the time where I kind of had to reevaluate everything and actually figure out what I wanted to do instead of just 
going about my life very blindly, you know? Yeah, I feel that. So I used to go on a lot of walks alone at night and like listen to angsty <laughs> music. And like part Mood. of it was definitely me processing the breakup. But like mm-hmm. the other part of it, I think, was like finding who I was and like these like self-reflections that you really have to get into. So I really like the spot between Epley and like the pool entrance. So, you know, if you guys want to find me at like 10 p.m. at night, you know, (laughs) there's like a 50% chance I'm there. But it's like it's right over like the hill because it goes down to the climbing wall. Mm -hmm. And like from there, you can like watch the stars over like the dark woods because, you know, campus is so well lit. It's hard to look at the stars. So, yeah, yeah, I like to stand there and like listen to like sad love music. (laughs) (laughs) being a teenage rom-com right (laughs) but yeah like I feel like it's a lot of like processing who you are and like what you want like what did I want out of like a friendship like did I want a relationship like who was I at all (laughs) also just like all the emotions of college you know like I feel like I need alone time to like process things Mm -hmm. but college like even though like I said like you do have to be alone a lot with your thoughts because you're not like constantly like talking to someone you're never like alone 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 alone, yeah so it's like this weird dichotomy and I need like actual space to just like think and I think that's why I started taking walks which is sad because now I can't go on my UMB campus walks at night Mm. but yeah I think for me personally like before coming to college like my parents are like fairly protective and like controlling so it was like hard for me to develop a sense of individual identity because I like constantly felt like their pressure on me and like their their influence so like this was the first time like I had the space to grow and think so I feel like my relationship with myself improved in that sense like Mm -hmm. I felt like more secure in my identity and who I was instead of being defined by like what my parents wanted Mm. yeah interesting yeah, I took a lot of naps uh, <laughs> first semester. <laughs> you know, just coming right off the bat. Clarissa's here saying I became more secure in my identity. Callie's like, I cried in college and I learned more about what I wanted from life. And I'm like, I took naps. <laughs> That's my journey. <laughs> That's it. Thanks for listening. <laughs> That's no. the episode. <laughs> That's the episode. Like, comment, subscribe. Um, I thought it was funny, too. I really made a lot of self-deprecating jokes first semester about how much I slept because it was really a ridiculous amount. Like, I'd come back from classes in the morning and I'd just nap until four o'clock. And mind you, my classes ended at, like, 12. Um, but then I started, like, actually thinking about why I was, like, constantly exhausted. And it really wasn't because of school or like academics or extracurriculars because I thought I was pretty secure in those areas but I think it was just dealing with this like constant self-inflicted pressure um, to be better than I was in high school and expecting to see growth and instant gratification in terms of change within myself which I'm slowly realizing doesn't happen at once because I like to see cause and effect. That's definitely a big thing I have to work on. Um, If I do something, I want to see the results right away. And I always felt that during fall semester, my academic and school life was really good. I was doing really well in school. And even my, like, I was finding extracurriculars that I was passionate about and I knew exactly what I wanted to do from that but for my personal life I never really knew what I was doing or how to handle certain situations when whether it came to friends or like it came to friends (laughs) or boys yeah um college like really threw me in the deep end for that because I never actively wanted a friendship in high school or actively searched for friendships that were close Mm -hmm. or really strong and I had the luxury of coming into call into high school sorry with friends from middle school So I didn't even have to try that hard to make new friends or find a group of people in um, high school. And I think that's where college really hit me in the face and was like, these are things that are going to continue happening these next four years and you're going to have to figure it out. And I think having that time to develop that sense of individuality and like wrestle with these things myself while having now a support system of friends and a network of friends that I can fall back on, 
um, is really good. And it's been a really great learning experience for, um, in terms of personal growth. So mm -hmm. I think like in general for like all three of us coming from our own, like external wise, like academics and schools and extracurriculars, like we knew how to handle that. Like if, if anything was wrong, I think we all know how to make it right and fix it. But like internally, like mentally and emotionally, yeah, college kind of like ran us over like a, like a big fat <laughs> truck, you know? Yeah. There was a lot of struggling and a lot of figuring out to do. Mm -hmm. so, and I always talk about like, um, I was talking to Tessia literally like 10 minutes before we started this call and we were talking about doing taxes and I was like, Tessia, I have no idea how to do my taxes. And you think about all these things that are associated with adulthood, like financial independence or like doing your chores, cooking for yourself, but you never think about how like emotional growth, dealing with relationships, making friendships, um, mm -hmm. that's all also part of becoming an adult and growing into like adulthood. So I think that, um, I always dismiss that and I was always focused on like taxes, this, that rent, I don't know how to sign a lease. <laughs> like, but I'm, I'm, I'm learning True. and I think learning happens slowly and it happens in like the most unexpected ways. And when, mm -hmm. only when you look at it retrospectively, do you realize how much, how far you've come and also how yeah. much further you have to go. So yeah. And even though like fall semester was generally a pretty rough time for all of us, I think like getting pushed outside of your comfort zone really makes you develop in a lot of ways, you know? Yeah. So overall, um, our fall semester and basically our transition into college, it was pretty rough. I guess that's, that's the common theme <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in this whole episode. But at the same time, um, I think we all grew a lot through these mm -hmm. experiences and we were all really placed outside of our comfort zones and it pushed us to develop in a lot of ways which i think we're all thankful for in the long run and i think this is primarily the reason why i'm i am and so many other people are really sad and anxious about the possibility of not going back to school in the fall which is now for many of us um Becoming a reality. Yeah, of oh, not no. going back to school. Um, I think in these months of quarantine, we discussed this in the past, in the last episode um, with the coronavirus, but I feel like even though I've been strengthening my relationships in another way with my family, um, even over text with some of my friends, I feel like the independence and the freedom I had in college um, I've been regressing a lot from that mm -hmm. and it feels like I'm sort of stuck at home physically and school. like yeah emotionally Mentally, yeah. yeah there's like no way to really continue developing that independence experience discomfort in a deeply comfortable living situation mm -hmm. so I think that's why I, I was like when I finally decided I was gonna stay at home um, part of me was happy but part of me knew that I, I'm missing out on experiences like these that I had in fall semester, which pushed me to grow a lot. And mm -hmm. um, I was really kind of upset about not the prospect of not going back in the fall. Yeah. So like, even though fall semester was very rough, it was very necessary, I think, for us to go through those challenges because you, you know, you learn and you grow. And you know. <laughs> exactly. Spring semester was definitely a lot better for me and I'm assuming for you guys too right yeah yeah we were we were okay we were thriving we were blossoming like the little plant flowers we are <laughs> but we'll talk about that in the next episode so stay tuned guys thanks for listening thank you bye, bye.